Yo, yo, yo. So I, I got a, I got a quick question. Did the music sound sped up to you? Like when, when the, when it first started kicking on, is my computer no, just already active? It's just your computer. So, oh, so great. Lee and Kevin, yeah. thanks for joining me. Brian's going to be kicked out of here in just a few minutes. And his computer's just the bed. Uh, thanks for having us. Whatever. Uh, episode 47, Michigan homebrew festival. Uh, actually we got one more popping in. I see Jeff. Let me get him in here. Uh, I got Jeff uh, Burkhart from Sons nice. Liberty. So I'll tell Hello. you, we've been doing this show for a little over a year now. And when I when we started it, like this was the show I wanted to do the most. And I started pestering Ben and Pat, I think, you know, back then, like I wanna I wanna have a MHF show. And then fuck COVID and it all got canceled. They didn't want to do yep. it. Yeah. Whatever. So Yeah, it was anyway, a rough year. I am super excited to have you guys on to talk about MHF, which is happening again this year, 2021, third weekend in August. What is it, well, 17? Yeah, I think the last time Jeff and I were on, we were trying to, we were still trying to figure out what we were going to do for last year. So we're pretty happy yeah. to be able to join <laughs> yeah. and say, it's yeah, on, baby. It's a <laughs> we positive are time. Yes. on. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, rough, rough last year. Look, well, the guidelines and moods changing and numbers changing and, got, you know, didn't know which way to turn and yeah. had to uh, had to postpone, cancel. So we were joking. This is 2020.2, but, nice. you know. <laughs> so you guys have uh, you've changed up a little bit this year. You How long are you? I don't know the behind the scenes with the organization of it. So let's get into that. Kevin, are, are you, is this something you've done for a while? Or are you new officially to the, the No, board? you know, I, I got duped into helping with the food uh, <laughs> probably six years ago. I don't know, whatever the first year at Aguam was. And then I just 2016, kinda, I think it was. Yeah, I just kind of got funneled more and more responsibility since then. I mean, you've always been one of my favorite parts uh, of Homebrew Fest and uh, the best goddamn chicken I've ever had in my life. So, uh, <laughs> was it the raw chicken? You <laughs> didn't give me a second, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. You, uh, it was rare. I'm telling you. <laughs> it was a little rare, but, you know. That was Pat and Ben's. Yeah, right? that was Pat yeah. and Ben's. That was Pat and Ben's. My chicken was cooked. Uh, yeah, we, you know, it, uh, yeah, um, Kevin has, you know, basically been helping out with the behind the scenes stuff for the last year or so. Yeah. Um, Jeff pulled me into this a few years ago saying they really need help with the website. <laughs> so, so that's how I ended up into it. So he seems knowledgeable. He'll do. And, uh, <laughs> and <yeah>. gullible. <laughs> and we'll work for beer. Sucker. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, sort of a coming together of great minds to try to uh, get the event a little more uh, more organized, get things lined up earlier, information out to people who wish to attend, and then uh, go forward with uh, adding on events and um, activities as the time went closer to it. You know, we'll get more into uh, you know either tournaments or golf or. Uh, 
beer pairing dinners, things like that. But uh, it's just the fact we're going ahead with it is, uh, you know, right now just we're happy to be able to do that and hopefully uh, bring together for a great event this year after missing last year. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we missed it. It was, I, uh, it was heartbreaking to put that that message out saying that we were canceling for that last year. But uh, on the other hand, when we finally were able to kind of get all the stars to align and know that we could do it this year, I, I, <laughs> I thought half of us were going to blow a lot or something. <laughs> it's, like, it's like canceling Christmas for like beer nerds or something. Yeah, right? exactly. Like most, exactly. Yeah, it, really, it really is hard. You know, it, I mean, the you know the National Homebrew Fest is great, but it it's it's too big. It's bigger than a lot of us here in Michigan really enjoy. And to have you know, Michigan Homebrew Fest is more intimate, and and we can really uh, really enjoy it. And and there's a lot of camaraderie, a lot of friends. <laughs> I mean, you know, all you guys, I've you know, I've drank with and. And uh, had some good times there at Michigan Homebrew Fest over the last six years, so you know it's it's a really it's just a it's just a bash with a bunch of friends and with great beer and just good events, man. Yeah, it has uh, it has definitely evolved from the uh, early on days of uh, I guess it I don't know the original founders or members were here, but I guess it just started was it Lab was uh, basically getting together with uh, some other friends club, another club to do a basically barbecue beer sharing weekend. And uh, so, oh, Kevin was up, part uh, of that, weren't you? No, I was, I was at the first, I think I was at the first year that it was at um, Groveland Oaks. Was it? Groveland Oaks. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this was the year before that. It was 2010 was the first year at Groveland. Okay. That's when yeah, they canceled so, um, the Michigan State Fair. And so they, okay. They had uh, oh, the, the beer, beer competition at the Michigan State Fair. Right. So that year they had the uh, homebrew comp at Michigan Homebrew Fest. That's how I ended up there because I always would enter the Michigan State Fair and they weren't having a homebrew contest anymore. Right, right, right. Hey, Dan. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Dan. Good. Dan, you were one of the, you're, you're one of the original founders, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it all started with uh, basically Lee Krupnik, Pat, um, and myself, Pat Hyde and myself. And then from there it grew. Um, but it actually turned, it was at first, um, what was it? I think, I um, can't remember, they're not around anymore. Um, Scabs, Cass, Cass River? Well, Cass River was one of them, and I think there was a Scabs. They were out of the Oh, Siwasi, yeah. That's yeah. right. They, they were having a pig roast every year, and that was going on like two years before the homebrew festival came about. And then um, through through events occurring, Pat and I hooked up, and we started talking about certain things, and um, the Michigan State Fair um, got canceled, and I took that over at the time, and it looked like a perfect um, time for us all to come together and start the homebrew festival. So it's kind of a nice thing that happened, and it's just grown from there. I think we started with five clubs, and now we're up to about 15 clubs. Yeah, last year we had 20. Or not last yeah. year, but 2019 we had 20 clubs. Keeps, oh, yeah, come on. Keep track of them. You can't forget Battlefield Brewers who are roaming the area. So yeah, that'd be 21. Classic. I love that. They are included. <laughs> no, they are included in that 20. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, we, we've – 
got clubs all the way from Traverse City and, of course, Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids and Lansing area and up near Flint. I mean, we've got them from all over the place. So it's really a lot of fun to, to see all these people, you know, that you don't get to see all the time. But that one weekend in August, we get to see everybody and, and uh, share a beer or two or more. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I just I came out because of Michigan Beer Cup. I was a day tripper for a couple of years and met met you guys and got excited about it. Started camping and and got to know more and and, and yeah, looking forward to this like beer Christmas every year. Uh, you know, yeah, and I remember I remember that first year you came. You brewed a Citra IPA. Yep. And uh, yeah. I had a, I had my Citra IPA too, and I was like comparing between <laughs> yours and mine. <laughs> yeah, was that, the, then, was that the beer you brought to that crab boil that we did? No, the crab boil beer was a raspberry wheat. I think, right. yeah. yeah, that was the first time that, I met you. I think that, like that was. Uh, yeah, that was that was the first time I was there trying to like officially rep the club, and then. Uh, I remember you were so mad because nobody would come with you. You're just, you're just pissed all night. You're the only one he was like, yeah. he was pledging, pledging, he was pledging other clubs, just trying to, you know, trying to blend. <laughs> just wanted but, to belong. But now, back in back in 2019, we were we were like the next to KGB. I think we had the most members there. So I mean, yeah. it's worked. I have I've mm. spread the gospel of, of beer <laughs> camp on the on the west side and uh, beer evangelist. We're, we're talking this year. I, I, we may even have some club people, uh, you know, yeah. coming out. Uh, they may they may just sit with us in our tent, or we'll we'll serve some club beer. But um, the the challenge there is club always had their pig roast on the same weekend, and okay, and now uh, now club's actually like you know screw this, we got to move our pig roast. I think so that we can come to. <laughs> we can, we I, would I enjoy it. I'd enjoy so. a pig roast. Come on, yeah. <laughs> have it at the festival. Yeah, tell them to bring the pig. We'll we'll take care of it. So, but you know, through this group, I've made such good friends and people I talk to all year round. You know, I know I'm, I'm Kevin and I stay in touch pretty pretty frequently. Yeah. I talk to Pat a lot. I. Uh, My condolences about that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like herpes, you know. If you have a flare up every it night, goes away. it goes away. It goes away a little That's bit. Exactly. It. You can deal and, with it. And then at the worst time, you're like, "Oh God, it's back." <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really love coming out to brew. You know, we brew together and. Yeah, we did the collaboration brew a few yep. years ago, a couple years ago. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. On the big system. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, remember, uh, we had, uh, yeah, we had, uh, we had some doing people doing barbecue when we were at Groveland Oaks. Um, somebody would raise a hog or a pig for the event and, you know, t clean, you know, slaughter it and then bring it there and smoke it in that big mobile smokehouse and then one fellow's trailer. But uh, that's what we've seen over the years. Um, and most recently, we've seen the past couple events where um, that we when we actually had them that uh, a barbecue competition became part of the uh, the weekend because over the years we've discovered that people really do and a lot of people who are brewing really do enjoy the culinary side of things too with uh, preparing special foods and then sharing them with others. And then Kevin, of course, is uh, with his uh, skills 
is uh was uh, participating in running the I think the beer pairing dinner was that was never going on at Groveland. That was just started at Agawam. No, Pat did it at Groveland, but they just did it like on a couple of picnic tables with a couple of grills. Okay. So at, at Agawam, we got sort of a commercial kitchen. Not really. It's like a six burner and an oven and a table. But um, <laughs> it's enough to where we would put out. I think the last time we did it, I think we did like eight courses maybe. I don't know, we did a lot. Too much. Right, right. Yeah. It's always hot dog sushi. I remember that. The chicken sushi. The hot dog, hot dog sushi. sushi. <laughs> that was our that was our picnic thing. Hot dog sushi. Mm. At least the yeah the kitchen there with all the stainless steel makes things a bit more sanitary for preparation and everything. Excuse me a second. Yeah, sanitary. <laughs> Go with that. Yeah, sanitary. Right. Is it really grease. sanitary when when uh, Venner Powder's in the kitchen? <laughs> it is. I spray them down with with star stars. Sand There's a lot of star down. sand involved. Yeah. Nice star sand showers and shit. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so then uh, with the uh, as other each club may have a, an interest in doing something special. We find each year, each year. Excuse me a second. I have a. Puppy interrupting here. Puppies are fine, man. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> we're an animal friendly show. <laughs> Good, because we're a bunch of animals. <laughs> well, speaking of clubs earlier, too, we uh, we talked to the Michigan Mead Coalition a couple weeks ago. Or was it last week? Yep. Last, last week. And sometime in the last couple of weeks. And yeah, so a whole Mead centric uh, club, aside from the Mead Mamas. Yep, they're yeah, coming. They're coming to Michigan Homebrew Fest. So uh, they contacted us, and um, that we're going to have a spot for them, um, probably just outside the fort. Um, uh, but you know, they're they're uh, they're excited to come. They've got a bunch. We also had another club, a small uh, six-person club. I'm trying to re- uh, black gray cat. Gray, gray cat. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's right. Six-person group that wanted to come. They've never been there before. Um, so they were asking a bunch of questions. We were trying to, you know, give them the best best information. You know, they're like, oh, we'd like to come out for the day. And I'm like, you know, you really should spend the night. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they from? Like, what part of the state? Um, I think they're from... Um, I was thinking Warren area? Yeah, I think Warren so. Warren or uh, yeah. Madison Heights, something like that. Yeah, but, they said uh, they're just a group of six friends that like to share beer and brew together, and awesome. you know, hey, that's what we're all there for, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm looking forward to having them though, join us. Yeah. Yeah. In 2019, I think the I can't remember the club. I know you all remember, but the the club there with probably the least representation was the one that won the Gang Brew uh, Challenge. Yeah, it was uh, Branch Area Brewers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So they've uh, yeah, good, they, uh, uh, eggs. I, I don't understand how you guys remember so much. I'm always too drunk to remember this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the you, trick Dan. is pace yourself. You have to pace yourself. I write things oh. down. You know, like take a picture. You know, like, what the hell is this picture for? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm the guy who can't use social media. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was well. That was kind of a. Uh, 
I guess where the role I sort of took on with the event was sort of uh, in terms of like the first few years, we had so many clubs joining and then it was like the same clubs. And then we said, well, let's you know try to invite more. And so I went through basically the um, National Homebrewers Association database of Michigan clubs mm-hmm. and sent emails to every club on that contact list, which numbered probably close to 90 or so at the time. And then... Wow course there were certain domains no longer active some no, addresses no longer functional whatever and i went through curated that list tried their phone numbers whatever and then basically had a master list of all michigan brew clubs but at the same time it's like well maybe we could work on inviting ohio indiana you know clubs also but uh and then was interesting this year i went back and i was sort of updating my list and going through the again the home national homebrew association database and found there was actually an increase in michigan brew clubs of about 10 or 11 which you know is contrary to a couple of years ago where there was talk about uh, uh contracting of brewers or craft brewing and maybe shrinking demand or uh, desire to do it and then what i saw with in terms of the number of clubs new clubs um was uh, contrary to that so i found that interesting of course we had a couple of clubs that just disappeared from the face you know so maybe had 10 or 12 added maybe three or four went away but uh it was interesting to see the numbers actually increased i uh i saw a statistic i and i, I think it was on reddit or you know, homebrew talk or something the other day <clears throat> where somebody went through and they tracked um the google search uh the number of searches basically for, I think it was either how to brew or how to make homebrew or something like that for the last couple of years. And right around, you know, April, March of last year and, and in towards like May and June, it just, yeah. Right. I mean, people are stuck at home and stuff. So, yeah. One yeah, of my, yeah. one of my other ventures is I, I run beerboard.com, which is a small homebrew uh, forum. And uh, we went from, after, in April of last year, we went from about 800 members to about 1,200, just in Holy just crap. in about four weeks. Um, and, it was insane. For how long? Yeah, it, it it just a bunch of people were joining. Um, you know, they yeah. were getting the small. You know, even the small little kits, the the Mister Beer kits and the the uh, um, beer uh, brew demon kits. You know, the the yep. extract hop pre-hop kits and they were checking it out and because they had nothing but time and money on their hands yeah right that's how you get the bug yep <laughs> the gateway kits yeah exactly <laughs> you can get into it for a hundred bucks man it's cheap oh yeah cheap. <laughs> yeah cheap to get in then somebody starts talking uh starts talking all grain what what is this <laughs> and the cost just goes up for, uh, a little bit for christmas yeah. this year we bought a uh, my girlfriend's dad a, a grain mill and uh oh, okay. yeah yeah you know because he's been a home brewer for a while and stuff like that and wanted to get into all grain so oh yeah yep it's been everybody's everybody's trying to step the game up a little bit lately it feels like yeah it yeah, seems like we call like probably our first event where we showed up <clears throat> in, in in mass at our club sons of liberty to the event was Groveland oaks and i think we had maybe four beers on draft and i think two of them were actually palatable <laughs> and the other two were so so at best and i think that we have the uh that trash can beer that year too that um 
we had brewed and you know everybody showed up to a meeting and we were a sort of a early the early formation of the club and everybody showed up to somebody's house and hey let's bring something to brew with and yeah. we if had you molasses had to, yeah and we asked and, yeah we asked if people could just contribute whatever they would want to brew a beer and we were getting all kinds of stuff we had uh what was sorghum and <laughs> And forget so, about and, forget about hops and barley. Yeah, we just wanted the fermentables, <laughs> dextrose. You know, a couple pounds of a yeah, yeah, yeah the was, earth, earthy tones. But it, we had that what was star anise in there, and uh, yeah, some, oh, some other interesting things. But uh, that that's, was kind of that was where the gang beer. Yeah, basically, that was kind of where we just had a keg. Oh, we didn't have really? so just bring a keg along. Maybe they'll oh, like it. And also, that was the year that that grass war got started because your club lit up that one night. If you had all the smoke and you had a disco or the LED lights running around, <laughs> yeah. I just remember you had the two robots behind the bar, disco robots. Yeah, it was so cool. That was a neat night. We'll have to have them back. That was fun. But yeah, that uh, so that was kind of that might have been, but other clubs had also presented like here we got together, brewed this, this, and everybody brought something, and so the sort of the thought of the gang beer thing, I guess, maybe sort of developed there, and then and we started officially doing the gang beer challenge a couple of years, like three years ago. Yeah, so just maybe two thousand seventeen. Yeah, yeah, just sort of an, an official yeah. thing to say, hey, here's a competition. We well, did, who has know, the who won it last year? Branch area uh, brewers. Branch area brewers. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they've got the trophy, and um, so yeah, we came up with the trophy that we'd be proud to display on your mantles. So, but uh, each year we try to say, well, instead of having the same guidelines, let whoever won the event previous year come up with the guidelines for the next year, and um, you know, hopefully, cool. you know, something that will result in a you know something everybody can brew and come up with a good five gallons of something to share. But the, uh, the main thing was get people to brew with other brew club members, um, maybe try some different um, ingredients you haven't ever tried before, like, uh, you know, spices or, you know, fruit or something like that. And um, basically just try something different, maybe a different uh, uh, different method. But, you know, basically use any yeast, use any, uh, I think, hops. And basically ABV was, you know, I think this year's a seven or above. And there's four group four groupings to choose some for this year, and um, pick one item from three of them, and uh, so. But yeah, that way you know you get to bring your best effort to the event, and uh, it'll be judged by basically other home brewers at the event. So there's yeah. uh, you know basically you'll get the immediate feedback on your beverage, and um, you know it's just a lot of fun to see what everybody tries out, and uh, you know a good radish and asparagus lager. <laughs> you know, it's not, can't be that. <laughs> gang beers have, have actually turned out to be a couple of, I think, our most or my most memorable beers. Uh, you know, the first one we did, we went out with a, a, a group of us went out on a, a member's property and literally dug up sassafras root, you know, and harvested oh. it and, uh, you know, cleaned it and then really hoped that we weren't going to poison everybody. Um, <laughs> you know, and then the, uh, another year we did a, a sour uh, that I hosted and a kettle sour and I, I didn't treat it kindly and it got seriously infected. Uh, and I tried to, to work through it uh, and it wound up basically gas bomb in my house. Um, 
to the point that my wife, I think, I, uh, told me I was never allowed to brew. I mean, and Brian, you, you went home smelling like vomit, right? So I, I, I smelled like dog shit. So I, I went home. <laughs> and so Shanna runs a, a no, rabbit no. rescue. We, we, we run a rabbit rescue in our city. And she was doing an adoption at the time. So we had people in our house, like, <laughs> like with a rabbit or maybe adopting another rabbit. And like, all just I don't look smell at, was like a yeah, dog Just don't look, in the, don't look in the pot of the stove. Well, because I didn't, I didn't know that it was my clothes at the time. I thought I stepped something, or I thought it was like a skunk outside. And uh, oh my god! And yeah, I was apologizing for the smell. I was like, we were shutting windows and stuff like that. And probably people thought uh, it was like left eventually. Yeah, they they left. I thought it was like a scene on a basic instinct or something. Oh, it was awful. It was so bad. (laughs) The the day after, the day after that happened, that I gas bombed the house with it. I, my wife and I went out of town on vacation and my daughter or my, my, my stepdaughter, I'm sorry, was going to some kind of formal or prom or, or something. <laughs> and she, we basically, we're, I think we're on our way to the Caribbean and we get this message that, you know, her clothes and her dress smell like vomit. And, um, oh, so boy. she's freaking out. Just stop at the gas station. No, I had, I, I was like texting my mom, uh, my mom to go and like basically help her wash all of her clothes and get her ready for this, this day. Oh, jeez. Oh. Uh, so it was a uh, kettle sour gone bad. Uh, <laughs> ah, the memories. Yeah. But gang brew, man. God, I'm so pumped for gang brew. <laughs> yes. You too can have it on your mantle. Yeah. Will be very happy to see it. it, it it'll happen. I think we've come in like second place two times or something we're always the bridesmaid god damn it we'll get it yeah i don't think i think last time i don't think we even placed in the top few i think because it turned out gray i think was because it was kind of like gray a gray in color (laughs) yeah it was kind of a salmon gray (laughs) it's beer you only serve at night yeah yeah Yeah, but it was interesting yeah it was when we can get it to flow so with um, you know, we took the year off. We, we talked about that. We're coming back though. Are there any um, major format changes? You know, I know uh, in the past, uh, you know, there's been Feast of Friday. There's been the, the Saturday Michigan Homebrew Competition Awards. You know, and and I know some clubs do various things, Bloody Mary Bar things like that. But has there been any major change in format? Or I think we're still putting things together. Um, we, we, we are going to be bringing back some of the staples. Um, but I think, um, it somewhat depends on attendance too. Um, you know, if, if we get the same, uh, you know, we usually get a big rush right at the beginning of people uh, signing up for MHF and then it tapers down for a few weeks. And then, you know, a, a couple weeks before the event, it, it, winds up or you know we get a lot more registrations again um so you know we've got to kind of play it by ear but i I think most of the things that we've done in the past are are going to i think we're still and kevin correct me if i'm wrong but i think we're doing the feast or uh the beer pairing yeah i I talked to hyde yesterday about that or maybe it was the day before yesterday but we're gonna we're changing that format a little bit so we it's not gonna be like a, a sit down, coursed out dinner. Hyde and I have been talking about doing a challenge 
for uh, a couple of years now, like me versus him. So we've each got um, a couple of people on our team, and we're gonna do um, we're gonna do like individual plates. We haven't really figured out how we're gonna um, you know sell the plates or limit consumption or whatever, but it's gonna be kind of vote by ticket, uh, me versus Pat. And we're just going to get um, some kegs. Um, we're going to try to get some sponsors with some commercial kegs and maybe a couple of people to bring some kegs of homebrew. And uh, it'll just be more like a like a social event. Where, whereas if you're at a table, you can only socialize with the people right around you. And I think that was the coolest thing about that um, crab boil that we did is that you could you could walk around and talk to different people and. Um, it was right. just more of a social event, so we're shooting for that. I, I will say, I really, I think the, the the crab oil was what we did the first year at Agawam, and I was kind of bummed when it didn't make us, uh, you know, come back. Like I really yeah. liked that; it was it was fun. You know, one thing I'll say about like that beer dinner is it, for for Pat and Ben, it's super fun. But like I, I keep telling Pat, like it's like you going to Agawam and fucking siding the the <laughs> right it's work right like you want to go there and put a roof on it uh, at home roof fest like that sounds fun right but whatever at least i get to drink the whole time when i'm cooking there you go i agree it's nothing to say we can't bring that crab oil back though just as a, as a surprise thing too you know yeah just put one together and let it go yeah it yeah and then forget about the Forget about the stock pot for the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to deal with that, did you? Oh, no. I was there. I was there when, when Ben and Pat dumped it in the woods. <laughs> yeah, raccoons oh, from miles so coming in. Oh, God, that was bad. That was about one of the foulest things I've ever smelled. Well, I think we can make a change there and just get rid of that stuff earlier. <laughs> Bury it, yeah, yeah. Put it, uh, put, put it as a sign up on the volunteer sheet. That somebody has to take care of the stock pot. Yeah, there's just yeah. I'm just going to two words: crab boil. And put it on <laughs> put it, draft at my box. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the twenty it's other beers you have on tap for your club. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're coming that strong this year. I don't think uh, Paul's been brewing as much. Oh. Yeah, with the whole, the whole, uh, yeah, the whole shut or canceling of last year, and then the uh, guidelines of you know general, you know, government issued guidelines for the state of Michigan and our own opinions or feelings on it's hard to say how everybody's going to feel. But uh, luckily, the space available at Agawam allows, I think, allows everybody to social distance anyway. Yeah. But then, if you want, if we want to or dare to uh, have an event where people are close together, it's going to have to be a, a point where people decide if they're comfortable or not. And we're certainly not going to be able to say, hey, have you been vaccinated? Whatever. And we don't then have you to. Into, then you get into, you know, we, yeah, and we don't you know, feel we're that we should. Open up as of tomorrow. So, you know, that's not even a concern. It's just what, what's people, what are people's, you know, what are they comfortable with? Right. And, if they, if they you do know, what they're comfortable, then. Yeah, if people yeah, if people so. are buying a ticket, they've got a certain level of being comfortable in that environment. So, yeah. but yeah, I don't think uh, I don't. Think there's any particular events that would be uh, bad, like you know, cornhole tournament, feast of Friday. You know, just uh, every use common sense, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, 
pay attention to what the guidelines are and what's going on and with or you know around the local areas in terms of numbers or breakouts but latest and latest information is things are improving greatly so we have to feel good about that and um just uh common sense will have to guide us yeah we did talk a little bit about the feast of friday going going away from that buffet format and maybe doing like a station at each club where each club does their own thing and you kind of stroll around instead yeah, of all like concentrating in that lodge together. Yeah. That's a bad uh, idea. Yeah. Like a strolling dinner, you know, yeah. walk around. It just spreads it out a little bit. Right. Yeah. Instead of being crammed, you know, quarter, shoulder to shoulder on that table in line, you, you just wander as you will to whichever club. I think we talked about that, Kevin. I thought, I thought it was a great idea then. I, I think that's, that's a good, good play on it. Yeah, everybody seems to have a, a flair for whipping up something tasty. And, um, you know, why not, uh, instead of uh, carrying them all to the lodge, <clears throat> have them available at your site, get a little more traffic to your area for yeah. sampling your beverages, and uh, yeah. perhaps have something you want to pair your, your uh, offerings with, a certain beer or something, you know, for, to go with your, you know, steak tips or, yeah. you know, the, the crab, uh, crab legs, whatever. I think but, uh, that would, would play into the Dead Grass Award a little bit, too, whoever. Yeah. You know, Has there been any, any revision to the Dead Grass Award? I, 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 we, I thought there was talk about changing how it was awarded. Has there been anything done to that? Well, there's not, enough, not a lot of grass in the fort. So, <laughs> so you can bring so some Jeff, Jeff, why don't you give a little background on that, what the Dead Grass Award or was how it originated. Okay, well that was well that was the Grove and Oak days, right? The, uh, early days of MHF, where uh, the selection or selection of the quality of your selection of beers could be determined by the amount of traffic your club re club received in the daytime, evening, whatever. Thus, you could then be viewed the next day on the amount of dead grass you had in the area of your club. <laughs> and so you find that when you removed your bar at the end of the weekend, the only thing that was green still was underneath your club bar, and the rest was just trampled and turned into a, you know, a slurry of, you know, <laughs> other clubs' beers being dumped out in front of your club. Or, <laughs> but but traditionally, it's been it's been uh, it's been it's been awarded by the winning club from the previous year, right? Right. Yeah. So it's basically the club. I think it's more like now. It's more like the club who brings the brings it. It brings it basically the best in terms of you know a lot of clubs we've have uh, if you have a lot of uh, membership <laughs> uh, supporting, come up with a theme. And uh, you maybe have people who are attending for your club dress up, dress a certain part of that theme, a certain role. We had Game of Thrones uh, group one year with, uh, I think it was Craft, And then uh, we had other groups who were did, I mean, years ago with, uh, was it uh, Black River Early Days with the uh, or Carnival theme mm -hmm. and uh, things like that. So each year, you know, every year KGB seems to bring it strong. And uh, Motor City Ashers killed it last year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, I'm just gonna say it. Motor City should have won it last year. Yeah. 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 I agree. So each year there's also a trophy for that. I believe it's a corny, a polished corny keg with some other, I don't know, it's a stainless silver bowl, bowl welded to it or something. But yeah, so that's another trophy to be awarded to uh, the club who really brings the, uh, I guess the the gusto of homebrew festival to the event. 
uh, with the spirit of uh, home brewing around. I guess that describes flux, it. Right? I'm sorry. Trophy's always in flux. It's always changing. Every every team who wins it, every group yeah, that makes right. a modification. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that one. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I think it has a faucet in it now, so you can actually <laughs> serve a beer through it right? oh <laughs> i think uh, shank and everything yeah i think i think crafted that and then they served a, a, a like a memorial beer through it was really cool it was a cool idea and i think it's got a plaque on it for that there was somebody that had that passed away that they memorialized with it hmm. um, it's really neat no it's a cool ass trophy i mean all you know you were talking about earlier jeff about you know trying to reach out to other clubs and it's like how can you explain to somebody uh, in the homebrew industry, or not industry, but the homebrew community, that this is the best fucking weekend of the year. Like you can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's certainly it's certainly experience, experience it. it. It's certainly yeah, gotten maybe. better and better. And um, since uh, changing over to Grove and Oaks and getting the feel of the place and um, what we can do there and uh, how it can work out. And granted, it's sort of challenging if you for camping a little bit it's not your typical campground with uh you know powered electric sites and water at every you know few feet it's a little more sporadic in terms of electrical supply there are nice shower houses but uh it's not a typical campground but the rustic nature of the grounds really i think uh, provides a great setting for the event and um everybody just feels relaxed and um you know hey you want to get up and participate in something, have at it, you know, again, try to maybe do a cornhole tournament. There's a nice mm -hmm. disc golf course at the uh, the grounds there. Yeah. We had a little disc golf open last year. That's um, coming back. So nice. we're trying, you know, it's yeah. the grounds there have really opened up a lot of uh, opportunities to, uh, you know, for activities, a lot of space, and um, basically the being have the whole grounds to ourselves really uh you know, relieves, removes a lot of concern about anybody coming in and, you know, you know, not being responsible. So yes. it, uh, it's been a lot better for, I think, the homebrewing, you know, attendees to yeah. uh, enjoy the event. And and I think one of the advantages of that uh, Agawam has over Oakland or uh, what was the other place? Groveland. Groveland Oaks, um, yeah. Is that we don't have anyone else there but us. Um, you know, the, the other campground, we had campers that weren't part of the MHF and they would kind of sneak in or, or you know, there would be conflicts between the other campers and the MHF people. And here we've got the whole place to ourselves. So we really don't have anybody uh, that can conflict with what we're trying, what we're doing, what we're having fun with. Well, I, yeah, I totally agree. When we moved over to, um, to Camp Agua, they gave us full control of the park. So we, we have from end to end, like before we used to have these huge long registration lines coming into the park. And that's basically been eliminated now because we do all the prep ahead of time so that people can get in, get their stuff and go set up. Or they can go set up, come come back in and check in, right? When you've been there a number of times, I mean, you just know the flow and you go with it, right? But for me, this <laughs> festival has always been one of the, one of the greatest things that's ever happened because it was designed by homebrewers for homebrewers. And the events that happen there are all spontaneous events. It's a generosity of our community coming together and sharing. And that's the one thing that I think really sells it to a homebrewer, right? Because you're yeah. with your own. You got doctors, you got lawyers, you got people who work in garages, you got 
You know, you got people from all different backgrounds and cultures. We all of us get along. It's always we even a have thing. a chef. We do. Yeah, but they're a little skeevy sometimes. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but no, it, it's great. And, and you do. You meet people that you would never really normally maybe get together with because of the type of work you're doing. And yet we all type, type, tend to bond around this one item. No, yeah, we have our occasional issues here and there with certain individuals, but we get by and we move ahead. No, it's, it's really – I think it's a lot of why, like Brian and I are doing what we're doing, and how we started the show is just we missed com connecting with the community and the community that we found through our homebrew club and through the Michigan Homebrew Festival as a club because that's what it really is. Uh, right. Um, and uh, and and just missing this relationship that we have with all you guys and all the people in the state and and being able to get together and, and have a good time, share a beer, um, you know across you know this mass diversity it's just uh it's, it's why we kind of started doing this during COVID, just because we missed it so that's great yeah yeah it sort of captures the spirit of the event uh yeah it's just uh, getting together and sharing your the things you enjoy and uh brew good beer and barbecue good meat uh hey feel free to share and uh yeah still things have uh of, grown or become regular activities such as the bloody mary bars and um you know used to do some uh, uh club games <clears throat> in the in the daytime but uh depending on how many people and how many activities became a little challenge you know oh, we're looking for some team a to come over from this but they're busy over at some other event so yeah. that was kind of difficult so now it just seems like the uh cornhole tournaments you know a barbecue challenge you know it's a little simpler golf disc golf outing hey if you want to have a breakout euchre tournament wonderful just uh yeah. you know feel free to step up and run it if your club wants to sponsor it that's awesome um and uh just any ideas are not any, all ideas are welcome you know we're just trying to make it uh, appealing to everybody to uh come and enjoy themselves I don't. I don't. I think it's been rare that we've ever that we've ever said no to something that the clubs have brought up, right? None of them Unless it's something that Pat Hyde brought up, right? Well, like the dirty swim, you mean? There was that one thing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was. I, I was the, waiting. The thing we don't talk about. Money, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one of the things that I've seen over the last few years that I've been part of this is that the clubs are, are taking more initiative to do um, their own kind of giveaways and uh, events. Um, I forget which one it was. They had the golfing, uh, the putt-putt golf set up. Um, yeah, primetime had the, the, the uh, golfing. And um, Kraft had their had a couple of games and, you know, just fun stuff to play around with. You know, you go there, you drink a beer, you have a few laughs, you do, you know, you do some stupid little games and it's yeah. a lot of fun. I know I yeah. played at least a hundred games of flippy cup at the masters. <laughs> well, that, that's what I was going to say. So, so last year we had this whole plan. We were bringing flippy cup and beer pong and, um, what's the puppet, a beer puppet, you know, we, and, and keepers, that's what we were coming strong with. And we got there and we realized just how shitty of a job we did with it compared to mashers. <laughs> I mean, mashers came in, had the same exact shit that we were planning, but just at the next fucking level. And it was, it was, just, I couldn't even get pissed off at it. I was like, 
goddamn, they they <laughs> killed it. They, they had a bracket too, where they were pulling yeah. two people from yeah. each yeah. club. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they had yep. them do beer pong, um, yep. cornhole, flip cup. I they had all of else. all of the ideas that we had come up with. They had done just to the nth degree, to the next level, and they did such an amazing job with it. The only my only complaint there was because of craft and keepers of craft. Craft uh, mm. actually wound up playing some of our games because there was some confusion. Uh, the, Jason, it sounds like get, you got a spy, a spy in your club. You're gonna have to get rid of it. Sounds like yeah, you, you have, have a double. You have a double yeah, member. You got a mole. Is Dan Flick showing up at your meetings? I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> It doesn't bother Actually, me anymore, man. He was showing up at ours for a while, too, and everything went south since then. I don't understand it. <laughs> it, it they, they did such a great job with it, though. It was still – I mean, and, and you know, we're, we're, we're definitely more about bringing the beer, bringing the, getting the people just to come and party and enjoy everything else. We've talked about trying to do themes, but it's hard. Uh, you know, so I more power to them. They did a great job. Uh, you know, Kunin always brings it. Um you know, like you said, prime time. All the other clubs that, that try to do something special, I really think that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm really just excited to be able to get there and be able to put beer on tap. So, right, <laughs> in a chilled state. <laughs> well, that might be a little different, little demanding, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I found that I found that really since uh, early on, the early days at MHF, we sh you showed up, and again, you'd walk around, and you might have like you know three or four solid beers that you really want to go back and have a second sample of or something. But in the years since then, people have really upped their game and their brewing Absolutely. techniques to uh, develop uh, better, better beers and better brewing, uh, you know, um, processes to really make good beer. And, um, it's, uh, I don't know. We do have, uh, I don't really have a, like a best beer of the event type thing. But uh, that might be something to look at. But there is, uh, you know, almost like the, with the, uh, you know, the uh, brew, brew, the BJCP guideline type things. But you know, uh, with the uh, yeah, you get some, you get so many good yeah. beverages to choose from. Yeah. It's difficult to after I have to write mm -hmm. down, you know, oh, definitely come back to this club and get another sample of this before you know, but, tomorrow because it might be gone by then, you know. But And it's not just the beer. I mean, Mead Mamas shows up, and they, they always bring it with their meads. Yeah. Um, KGB has their, has a group of four or five guys that, that have been doing meads for 20 or 30 years that are just yeah. oh, un yeah. freaking believable. Um, you know, and the that ciders well. that people bring, I mean, just the – you know, I mean, what amazes me is – we're charging 40 bucks for a weekend to enjoy over 200 different beverages at, <laughs> you know, these, at these clubs. And these, and these are damn good freaking brewers yeah. of mm -hmm. all kinds. There's very few, you know, it's, 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 it's super rare to find a dumper, you know, and, and even then, you know, I've, I've That's had some one of the before. problems is you, it, you get messed yeah. up quick. <laughs> yeah, right, because you're not dumping yeah. it out. But even then, just, you know, just to, to – what I really enjoyed is, you know, to go up and try, you know, some weird or funky beer and, and, and be like, holy shit, that's amazing. And the brewer's right there willing to share that knowledge. Right. You know, Divulge. how would I do yeah. it, you know, and, 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 and just, just share that. that you know, yeah, this just is what to... I use. This is the process, you know, and, oh, man, it's just such a great – fucking community 
Um, yeah, I, agree. Just, I, think, I think those are my favorites are the ones that are off-putting. They're just off-standard, right? And that's what yep. I meant by get rid of the BJCP. It's not about using those guidelines to look at those beers, but finding the ones you really love or the ones that are really interesting. Like I believe, um, and it might be back for about six years ago, somebody brought, brought one that tasted like um, cracked caramel wraps, right? That little bit of vanilla, heavy caramel notes. And I just got so wasted on that because I was drawn to it. <laughs> So Jason, I've got a question for you. Yeah, How shoot. did you hear about MHF? How did you get there? So so I got into the uh, I didn't know shit about MHF, man. I, I when I started brewing, I, I, I my very first beer, I entered a competition, uh, Siciliano's and got a medal. And I didn't realize, you know, I know now that almost everybody at enters gets a medal. That's cool. But uh, it, it participation. Tripped, yeah. It tripped this fucking uh, bog in me where it's like I, it was like I, I, I missed up, I missed getting out of uh, participation trophies when I was a kid. And I just started entering every competition I could. Um, and so I entered Beer Cup and then I got this email from Beer Cup that I, you know, gotten uh, an HM or better, honorable mention or better. And. And that the award ceremony was at this place. And so I got super excited, got my wife. We drove over there. Um, and then I was just shocked by what I saw. And that was a, I was a day tripper. Um, you know, right. so they did the award ceremony. And, and, I, and I, I think I got a couple of honorable mentions that year. Um, but then she had to drag me out of there. So but I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm hanging out at the, the you know, the Black River uh, Carnival tent or, uh, one of you guys had a, a army tent. Was that? Oh, that was Snobs. That was Snobs. Yeah. Okay, Snobs. I thought for some reason I thought it was Sons, but uh, you know, and I remember back then I was. That's where I was talking about you know sharing recipes and stuff. I was actively trying to brew this watermelon beer, and I walked up to some tent. I think it might have been Black River, and uh, had this watermelon beer, and I'm like, "Holy shit! How did you do this? This is amazing!" You know, and and then that guy was like watermelon jolly ranchers and i'm like what the fuck like really yeah you know, <laughs> no watermelons though no nope. here, here i am you know juicing 11 watermelons and, and this guy's just throwing a handful of candy in the bag uh, so, <laughs> so that's i i fell in love with it and the next year i think i had to day trip again the next year um but then after that, I was like, fuck this, I'm camping. And uh, and that was the first year at Agawam. So I, I missed the drama at Oak Grove. Uh, I, I, was, I left before any of, of that stuff happened. But I, you know, from what I know and what I saw of Oak Grove, the Groveland Oaks or whatever the fuck it was called, versus what we have in Agawam, it's so much cooler. Just having the private campground, um, right. you know, where it's just us. Um, it really helps. It really helps, too, because you've got really – basically the clubs and friends or close associates of the clubs. So everybody's really accountable to each other in terms of their activities and actions. They know that, you know, we're all there, you know, to support each other and our passion for home brewing and nobody's interested in doing anything ignorant. And uh, plus it's such a huge campground that, you know, camping is easy. And perhaps if you did not uh, plan to stay the night, there's always accommodations available. So, nobody will be you know refused uh, a place to crash if needed yeah. but yeah. uh that's, yeah that's what i used to tell my club too it's like you know you, you come to this group and like you said there's over 200 beers that they can sample uh you're there all weekend 
all that alcohol, um, but I've never seen anybody get hurt. Uh, you know, there's been no disagreements. There's been, uh, you know, any any kind of tussling and stuff is in good nature and in fun. And, uh, and, and you know, I, I remember... Yeah, it was. It was. It was patting me. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good self-policing crowd, you know. But I, I you know, I, I remember even seeing a, a guy, uh, you know, that might have had one too many, um, wander off into the woods, and the next thing you know, I, I, hell, I think some of you were there too. I, I think there's this group of us following this kid to make sure he got, you know, back to his campsite safe and tucked right. in well, and you know, and that's what it is. It's it, yeah. it's it's just a a good. We yeah, ourselves and- exactly. Yeah, it's just everybody's you know responsible for themselves and each other. And uh, brewers take care of each other, right? <laughs> and we did. We did have a misplaced child a couple of years ago, the last event, and we did. We did locate their parents, no problem. But that was you know. So wake up. Where's mom? Where's dad? I don't know where I am. It's like oh, but yeah, it was a happy ending. Don't worry. Yeah, we uh, Not like we also thinking. had a misplaced child. Uh, you know, we gave him you know as much going, root beer as we could. Are we talking about Pat again? <laughs> no, we're talking about we're yeah, talking about Matt. Matt. Uh, Matt Matt McQuillan. Uh, keepers. When uh, McQuillan, I, I don't know if you guys remember him. Red bearded guy uh, loves everybody. The first year we brought him, it was just he was all oh, yeah. over the place. And uh, <laughs> and 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 the, the, those of us are there, me and Brian, and and I hope Matt's watching. But we did. We kind of set up a schedule on who had to keep track of Matt. And, uh, I actually was not there the first year. Oh, you weren't there. All right, so it was David. Sorry, me and my wife and David. And, yeah. And then yeah, we would just you know pass each other and say who's got Matt, and then we'd go find which club he was with. Um, but but every club adopted him, you know, and he was just sort of fostering him basically, just to yeah. maintain him, keeping give him some food, keep him hydrated. Yeah, he's harmless enough. Make sure his diapers <laughs> changed. You know. <laughs> The basics. <laughs> A little sublime to keep them calm. <laughs> there you go. So uh, let's see. We've got Feast of Friday. That should still be on. Uh, we're thinking of something to do different with the meal. Barbecue still on though, Kevin? Or are you going to kind of combine that with the meal? I think if we do the barbecue comp, it will be combined with that strolling meal and okay. the judges will have to just stroll around with the scorecard. Yeah. So that's I a good that's opportunity. That, that's usually run by another one of us. Yeah, yeah, that's another yeah, that's it's nice when you have a, a, a group of people who have gotten involved, sorry, over the years <laughs> and um, they all bring a little something special different to the table. Like Kevin with his culinary skills, and then uh, we have another fellow, Mike Carr, who's been helping uh, run the barbecue challenge, and uh, he developed a trophy for that also, and um, so everybody gets a trophy. But uh, we've really seen some some nice barbecue. barbecue. He's got. It's not just a trophy, uh, Jeff. It's a major award. Yes, yes, uh, yes. yes. But you see these uh, barbecue rigs roll in there. It's just like, oh my god! It's like a whole trailer dedicated to smoking. And you're like, who can compete? And I think the last time the guy had bar- smoked mac and cheese with smoked something else. And you're just like, I never even thought of that. You know, we think of smoked mac. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's a major. Yeah, okay, it is. It is. We do have to put a lamp on one of these. 
be I, nice. think, I think I've got I think I've got a picture of you with that uh, with that plaque and nothing else. Yeah. It exists. (laughs) It's out there. It's covering certain assets. I'm wearing it like a sandwich board. (laughs) The end is near. Kind of makes me uncomfortable that I think we all had that trophy trophy passing around now knowing it was probably resting on your junk. That's great. Oh, no. There's a charcuterie board. It It explains explains the rash. Yeah. The sausage on it. I'm serving on it this year. It's never been one. Sausage has a little wing to it. Yeah. So, as a, yeah, so as. So I guess as the event has matured, I guess I'll say matured, but they we get a little more participation and, uh, you know, clubs will take on, well, we'll do this. We'll do the Bloody Mary bar. Who who remembers the, what, the last Bloody Mary bar? We had, what, trays of White Castles and oh, shrimps, bacon, yeah. and, yeah. you know, sausage chunks, and not to mention your staple, you know, celery sticks, yeah. uh, olives, you know, onions, whatever. But you had a it whole meal in your cup. Oh. Yeah, so you had your, and that's homemade pickled asparagus. So people are bringing their artisan, their artisan, uh, you know, canning skills to uh, for to the forefront of the festival and sharing those uh, processes. And you're bringing, seeing people who have, you know, they make cheese, you know. So another thing, the home brewers mm. let some guys say, well, I'll make some cheese, and I'll do this, and then so, well, so sharing those skills. We're gonna, uh, and I'm gonna say it here, and I don't care if anybody else copies it because I've said it here first. We're going to do a hot sauce bar. Oh, uh, nice. so uh, Brian and I and David and, and a couple other guys out here in Kalamazoo have started uh, the Kalamazoo Hot Sauce Enthusiast. Kevin's come out and tried some of our stuff and dropped off some of his hot sauce. Uh, so we're going to, and I know Kevin every year has his uh, fruited fruit, fruit, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fruited bourbon, right? <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's vodka, vodka, sometimes it's bourbon. Vodka, whatever. Infused. First year it was uh, vodka, yeah. it's bourbon ever since. So um, we're, we're going to try that. And my, my my only concern there of trying to, to set up a hot sauce fire is to, you know, somebody's going to get it in their eye. Um, but you know what? It doesn't do permanent damage. Uh, it, <laughs> so I think we should be okay. A little Just shot that. in the eye. Oh, well. Uh. Just put some sanitizer on it. <laughs> right on. Oh, yeah. Patrick's in our club. He, he makes some great kimchi. Oh, makes some great kimchi. That was so, like the best kimchi. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds uh, yummy. They definitely get the, the sinuses cleared up then. If you want to sample some beers or really get the aromatic effects afterwards, yeah. you probably stop at your booth in between and. Yeah. Yeah, don't bring good. that out the same yeah. night as the uh, as the barbecue. Oh. <laughs> but don't do it before the judgings of anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with yeah, I think the the strolling dinner would probably be interesting. I know in the past, like on uh, Saturdays, or we would do bring a little smoker or barbecue by our site. And just throw some sausage on there, you know, homemade, uh, you know, was it uh, chorizo or the Italian, whatever, yeah. put a little, little hickory smoke on there, whatever. But it's nice to be able to put out a, a plate of something at your site to, you know, help everybody get something to snack on to help, uh, you know, keep their tummies full so nobody's getting too poopy. Yeah, we've done, while yeah, we've done chicken and we've done, you know, we've done chicken, we've done some pork, uh, uh, all the ribs, yeah, short loin, ribs. chops, ribs, yeah. yeah. And but, uh, uh, yeah, 
homemade sausages. It's nice just have something here, cut up and have the bar, a little something to snack on, peanuts. So it's nice to have, uh, encourage, you know, the clubs to have some snacks at their sites, whether it not be a, a, a homemade, uh, you know, meat or, you know, hot sauce type display. But, hey, you know, the bag of snack mix or something just to help people have something yeah. to snack on when they're hanging out and gabbing because they'll probably have questions about your recipes while they're visiting. We'll have the, uh, we'll have the cold brew nitro coffee on tap in the morning again. Uh, oh, nice! A big hit last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are people good that were up early year. enough and seemed to enjoy it. So, perfect. Yeah, perfect. I like how you refer to it as last year because it, last, it was the last year. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> last year didn't yeah. exist. Twenty twenty didn't yeah. exist, so no. we just jumped. <laughs> yeah, it's almost. It's kind of. Yeah, it's been like so long. It's like you almost forgot how to do this, but the same thing. Oh yeah, we did do this. We did do that, and. uh Again, the grounds, you know, they're so so nice there that it's, uh, you know, it's, it seems like it was made for the event, you yeah. know. So it's yeah, nice to place to find nice. home. The fort, the fort really lends itself well to having that community, you know, yeah. to have so many clubs in it and nearby. Um, you know, it makes it really easy to to. Um, kind of just cross the yard and share a beer or, or check out what's going on on the other side. Um, it's, it's so much freaking fun. I just, it's like, you know, and like I was a holdout. distinct, like unique parties going on. Yeah. Right? You know, like yeah. the vibe here, mm -hmm. go over here. Right. You know? Yeah. And you know, and I, I, I have to admit, I was kind of a holdout. I, you know, um, Jeff and several others from our club had been going to MHF for several years that I had been in the club and I always found other excuses not to go or, you know, found something else to do that weekend or whatever. And now it's like my wife, my wife, just the other day, she goes, are you going to that beer thing in August? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That, that beer thing. Well, when is it? Come on. It's the same every year. Honey. Yeah. It's the same well, weekend like, every year. What does I that mean? So I was so mad in night in the at the last one. My daughter scheduled her bridal sh shower the same weekend. Well, that so was I her had bad. to miss much yeah. of much of Saturday for that. I was like, ah. I made up for time when I got back, though. I've got I've got Amy already. Like she knows this is my favorite weekend of the year. I mean, and, and people will say that like, well, we're going to do this or that in August. She's like, no, beer camp. So. It's just yep. you got to educate them, man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's like there's there's two there's two periods. There's November fifteenth for um, deer hunting, and then there's yeah. beer weekend in August. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gotta go to beer camp. Oh, man, and, and you're right, Dan. Like the fort, I think really brought everything together. Uh, um, and and we're so happy to actually be inside the fort now. I know. The first couple of years, we kind of that's had right. You got a new location, didn't you? Well, we we, we came in a couple of years ago. The first two years, I we were just first, outside that. Entrance. We were behind it, though. We're, we're, we weren't even in front of it. We we're like you behind were, it. You were guarding. You were guarding that entrance. <laughs> and then, uh, so. and then we got to come inside. Uh, and then now, I, I I checked with Kevin. I know now we get to move over next to to yep. uh, Livingston LSBC. So, yep. We are super, super fucking pumped about that. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yes, yeah, nice. COVID, I'm well, sorry. During COVID, we got to we got to uh, do some meetings with Livingston. Like keepers in Livingston, they kind of we were like 
crashing each other's meetings and shit. So I know everybody's really looking forward to come and hang out with those guys. So yeah, that we were able to we were able to go through the club. Actually, I went through and sort of measured out, you know, how many we could realistically place in there have enough frontage, you know, for your, you know, some clubs have small bars, some have bigger bars, some have more members, some have less members. But trying to, you know, give enough some, space for some, each group. Some people have bigger members than others. So it's true. <laughs> and uh, just trying to give enough space. Everybody's comfortable. Nobody's crammed together. But uh, then you're all sort of incorporated in the same area. It's a little more sense of community. Some of the clubs prefer their sites outside the fort. You know, like the Mashers, they like that pavilion oh, yeah. there. They design yeah. their game to fit in that pavilion. Exactly. Um, there's other groups in between. They like those spots out there. And people have groups have grown grown accustomed to those spaces, and um, so it's worked out well. Uh, I think we could fit like twenty clubs in there, or eighteen, something like that. But yeah. But anyway, everybody seems to be comfortable with the spacing allowed, and some have sh some have the shelter already built and constructed. Others, you know, bring uh, uh, canopies or whatever, or uh, gazebos or something to uh, place their stuff under. But it's worked out well in terms of the that, and then with the. Uh, surroundings of the fort and the stockade fence styling thing we could sort of we haven't really had any problems but you know just you can sort of control the flow then the people who you know should be in the in the club areas in the evening you know after 9 p.m we try to discourage anybody under 21 being been there and so try to sort of keep an eye on things and make sure unless it's a lost child true yeah. true but uh, yeah so it's nice to be keep everybody together and um you know get uh you know this uh, you know music will be going you know listen to sometimes we have some performers show up and uh you know guitarists and vocalists and play and uh let us listen to them and uh that's really enjoyable but uh yeah the whole area has just uh worked out well in terms of uh you know the uh, uh community aspect of it <laughs> absolutely right on well I think I got a couple of housekeeping things to cover real quick before I forget. I don't think we've got a show next week. We're taking a week off, right, Brian? I think so. Yep. And then we're going to come back in July. Uh, right now we're working on a date with uh, gluten-free homebrew supply. Uh, Brian, yeah. Gonna, yep. Uh, Brian Is that Brian Newcomb? Homebrew. Yep. Brian Newcomb. Yeah. Okay. He, yep. uh, yeah, they had uh, mentioned the uh, interest, in, interest in uh, – are they open? They have a brewery going also. I think so. Because they were talking yeah. about uh, having a, uh, a spot at the event, but as we don't, uh, we don't have a permit for the sale of beverages. I just had to specify we happy to have them if they were Sample. serving samples. They could sell hats, shirts, whatever, but we can't sell have the sale of beverages there. But um, you know, maybe if something we could do for a pairing event uh, at some club, if we we could then you know purchase their beverages perhaps to serve, but we can't yeah. uh, have the sale of it there. But yeah, it sounds like an interesting. Uh, it, it really it, it sounds neat. Uh, he's sending us a kit. We're gonna try to brew it, and uh, and then uh, yeah, we're gonna have him on the show and talk to him. Um, the other big bit of news I got to go is so yesterday, not yesterday, the day before yesterday was National Homebrew. Uh, competition awards ceremony and uh, I do have to call out that Mr. Stevens took silver medal in the national homebrew competition for his American wild ale uh, so the first keepers of craft uh, national homebrew medal congrats nice. Brian nice uh, 
So he's now our, our, our uh, super pro brewer. Or super. Amateur yeah. Brewer. <laughs> uh, he's got bragging yeah, rights. He does. He's the only one with the NHC medal, and that is some big shit. Uh, yeah, we're, that's we're, pretty we're impressive. Very much a competition-focused club, and, uh, and and Brian's got the he gets to go and wear that. And, for now, for now, we're gonna we're gonna kick some ass next year. I, I feel it. <laughs> Drew, Drew Drew says, "Does he get partial credit?" the The reason he asks is because the the beer that I ended up submitting was uh it was so i i won an american wild ale and it was a blend um of a flanders red sort of beer and a blonde beer and one fifth of the beer was that flanders red uh, that, that was just it was a really strong like funky brett forward beer that i didn't like on its own so i blended it into you know 80 percent blonde ale and put it on some cherries but that that red drew uh, Jordan, who's also part of Michigan Brews, and I uh, all made together and put into a barrel. So uh, Drew, yeah. Drew gets partial credit for sure. <laughs> so Drew, if you don't and get to wear the barrel, the so, for at least a little bit, we'll, yeah. we'll knock his ass yeah. over and take it off his back. <laughs> um, but other than that, no, we're, we're still working out some new shows for the, the, the rest of the summer, uh, talking to some different people, probably come back with a meat show, do a homebrew review show. Um, or meet show 2.0. Um, so yeah, you so can any, like, you can like stream an event from homebrew festival. Oh, you know, thanks for bringing that up, Jeff. Cause yes, we want to try it. We don't know how to do it. Um, we don't really have the equipment for it. So you need uh, a strong, strong, uh, internet connection or hot spot and plus power. That actually, that doesn't bother me. So I do actually have a strong uh, mobile internet connection, a couple of them. Um, it's uh, it's just kind of the, the logistics of the cameras and the mics and, and the, you know, the computers and where do we set up and then who wants to actually be on camera and who doesn't. I don't want to do that. So I will figure it out. We'll probably put something out that we're doing it so that they don't, uh, you know, somebody if, that doesn't want to be on show yeah, doesn't walk into right. it. Right. Uh, we'll talk to you guys about it. It's something I want to do. Um, we have a, a couple of friends of ours um, that 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 do you know professional video stuff, and my dream is, and we really haven't talked to them yet, but my dream is is that like I buy them a homebrew ticket or an MHF ticket, and they come and bring their cameras and their shit, and they do this for us. Uh, Sam and Travis, if you're watching, you know, <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. That would be awesome. Um, but no, we definitely want to do uh, something from from MHF, even if it's you know, even though it's not on one of our, our regular Monday nights. Um, I want to I want to do something from there. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I know Michigan Beer Cup is going. Maybe we can uh, you know televise that too. I that'd be in, that'd be interesting. Yeah, with the uh, the award winners coming in, maybe talk about uh, their beers and this and that. What was that? Years ago, we had uh, at the Gro oh Brew Bubba's. Brew Bubba's uh, used to yeah they were at the home uh, Groveland Oaks a few years, and they would uh, do a little uh, you know interviewing uh, through the event and talk about uh, talk to some of the yeah, you know roaming, had, roaming mic type of thing. Right. Oh, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> this year, the, the Michigan Beer Cup is going to be awarding gold, silver, and bronze um, standings. So, if you based off the score. 
and yeah. it's only 125 entries available for this year, so it really takes yeah. it. Yeah. It really does, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it, we're we're super looking forward to that, and um, and I and we've thought. I think I've thought about. It. I haven't really talked to Brian much about it, but I've thought about. You know, do we do do we do little interview type snippets? You know, where maybe we just record something with our phone and then cut it all together later. Right. Um, yeah. Thinking because yeah, otherwise, yeah, otherwise, how much time would you spend setting up and tearing down and everything? And you yeah. know, you'd miss the the flavor of the event, worrying yeah. about those things. Because that's it. That's exactly sure. that. Is I, you talk about? I talk about wanting to do all of this, but then I'm going to get a beer camp and a movie. Like, <laughs> I, I think I, I think what you really need is a pat cam. You need to put a camera right around Pat's neck. No, 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 no. You will see some amazingly wild stuff. Bad idea. Bad idea. We might have to put an adult rating on that though. No pat cam. No pat cam. It's like four days. The life of the life of Pat. <laughs> once it gets into the tent, we're gonna have to like geofence it. So like, right, once it gets into the tent, maybe you guys aren't as strong as like I got a strong stomach. Oh, I can, I can take it. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think Dan, it just it automatically goes against all of our terms of service with Twitch, Facebook, <laughs> YouTube, which just kicks it right out. So I mean, I really don't have an audience for it. Uh, we don't stream to Pornhub or uh, XFit. So let's say, where is he at? What is that? <laughs> oh my God! It is. <laughs> Jason, open an account with uh, fans only. Well, that guy makes the festival, though. Hell yeah! True, true. He does bring the the spirit and the excitement to the event. <laughs> In a, in, a, in, a, in a complex package. Yeah. He's the mascot, really. Complex, compact package. I meant, yeah, I meant compact. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. It's all good. All good. I think, I think uh, one, one thing is just, uh, I, I know you're probably trying to wrap this up, but. Uh, no, no, you know, we'll go all night. No. Yeah, you know, I just want to encourage people to get in and get uh, reserve their uh, memberships early, because um, you know, like I said before, a lot of what we're trying to do this year are, is really dependent on attendance, um, and we need to know what the numbers are so that we can, you know, firm some things up. So the sooner we know how many people are attending and have a a, a solid number as to um, what we can. Uh, what we can do with those numbers, uh, it's really going to help us out. So, you know, I really encourage people to, if they're if they're even contemplating it to to get signed up and let us know so that we we know what we're dealing with. Yeah, I put a link to the site in the comments uh, yep. for all three of our streams. Um, yeah, definitely go check that out. Do you guys have any 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 um, you know sneak peek on the numbers? Like, are they looking good so far? Or, um, I don't know. I yeah, I'm not really on the on the number side of things, but I think we're probably uh, initially we see a, a huge interest when the site first goes live. That sort of tapers off a bit. Then there's a rush towards the end. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I don't know in terms of if how we compare it to previous years. I would I would think they would be down a little bit just because. Yeah, actually, based on projections right now, we're go um, we're going to have a smaller deficit than we had in previous years, which was expected, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, but we do have, 
you know, a lot of uh, large costs up front for the whole park, you know, and then you're talking about insurances and um, then, you know, porta potties got to have those. And uh, just the whole uh, thing there, it's, uh, you know, it's got to be taken yeah. care of. Into the recommendation on the porta potties there, you might want to see if the company can actually remove the lid this year. Um, <laughs> you know, Find out the hard way. The top of the, the top of the thing or uh, the, no, no, the, the, the solid lid that covers the hole. Uh, you know, some people toilet not checked that that was up or down. Uh, I think the term is shit lid. Uh, <laughs> so, wait, you didn't read the user manual? We'll, we'll have a we'll have a sign up sheet for that. Dan, it was late. I'm not talking about it. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's, that's fair. It's dark. Ah, oh, man, no, um, no, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, from everybody I talk to, I, I feel like I feel like the opposite. I feel like from our side, I think uh, uh, attendance is going to be up. But I know that there's a lot of clubs and a lot of uh, people around the state that may not have the same. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's there's no way to gauge that, you know, unless yeah, you want to explicitly. Have, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dan, we may have more. I'm sorry. Yeah, we may have more day trippers um, coming in. You know, people sure. come in just for the day and they go yeah, home. Yeah. Um, and and that's and yeah, and that that's great. But those but the pre-sales on it. Just don't reflect that right now, and that's okay. I mean, we'll do. It's still going to happen. We're still going to have a great time, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. If anybody that does watch this has thought about being a day tripper, um, that you'll be so disappointed. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but we got it's a boy, it's an old Boy Scouts camp. Yep. We got cats yeah. everywhere. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. You can stay. We'll we'll find a bed for you, or find a spot for you, or we'll cover you up with leaves. Something will happen. You'll be safe. Yeah. Hey, we've, there's we've always had, a couple of people in those bunks in the lodge. On, we've on had the, people curl up right next to our booth in the fort. So that's unfortunately, yep. they were so. Kevin, cute. that's usually where Pat winds up, and that's not a safe space. So <laughs> <laughs> people go around the back of the fort to pee and. There you go. So, <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's just yeah. Just make sure everybody's you know. Yeah, you know, we always look out for each other and everything. Make sure everybody's safe. But yeah, we do. Yeah, again, yeah. you know, the little you know fine print is you know you know everybody's encouraged to uh, get a site for the for the weekend. You know, a couple of days, whatever. But uh, um, if not, we will definitely you know find accommodations for you if uh, you know you so need them. Yep. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah, there's great campsites. There's uh, uh, you do have limited number of trailer sites available, right? Um, yeah, we do have. Again, there's a few pavilions. If the well, I'm, I don't know if we have a park map that's updated on the uh, the homebrew page, the Facebook page, or the site. But uh, yeah, there's a few pavilions through the park that have actual 20 amp drops, multiple 20 amp drops at them that you could plug in trailers and uh, I think at least run the AC. You know, you're not going to run your AC, hair dryer, microwave at the same time. But uh, if it's really hot, you'll at least have a uh, capability of AC. There's some, uh, I think, three thirty, forty amp services down by the lake lodge area. Um, <clears throat> so the early arrivers will get that. We will have a water fill station at the um, main lodge when pulling in. So if you do bring a trailer, you want to fill with fresh water, you could do so on site there. And then what we've seen a lot of people doing the past couple of years is uh, bringing in generators on the uh, large activity field. 
And the only thing we suggest is with the uh, if it's a regular generator that's noisy, try to place it you know on the outskirts by the woods, whatever, not near the fort area, so the noise isn't disruptive to other uh, people enjoying the events with the brew areas. Um, but yeah, it's just based on when you arrive, and then uh, uh, again, the pavilions seem to have power available at most all of them, multiple twenty amp drops, but uh, those get taken over quickly, and the uh, main uh, tent areas are nice and grassy, heavily wooded, have their own fire pits. So uh, if you're into tent camping, it's probably ideal. And um, I think you'll find it quite enjoyable. Yeah, no, the, the, the rustic sites are great. Uh, great, really, really nicely laid out, nice coverage, good fire pits. Mm -hmm. um, if there's clubs out there that, are, that do watch this or, or catch on to this um, that are interested in coming, um, I believe there is no charge for club sites, correct? So if a, if a club wants to come, you can correct them a spot for their bar for free. Correct. Uh, who should they reach out to for that? Uh, new clubs? Do you guys have a post on the site? Uh, yeah, they, they can. They can use the uh, the contact link that's on the website, um, cool. and it'll join it. Uh, it'll send it right to us. We'll make sure that they get a response back. Um, Usually the emails will come to me, and I distribute them out to whomever is most appropriate to answer the question or whatever. It's more like you, more like you tell us to answer the emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, 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 like, is, anybody watch, is anybody watching this stuff? We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Most, everybody who's involved, we do have other you know, nine, nine to five type things. Yeah. So we're not always on we're top of other things. But uh, yeah, the show too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're like you. We're doing it because we're passionate about it. Um, you know, we got roped into it. Yeah, and we joke about it. It's it's kind of a pain in the ass sometimes. But honestly, when we get there on that third weekend in August, we're ready, and uh, we're happy to have done it. Um, so it's you know it's 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 well every that weekend makes it all worth it for sure. Definitely. True. Yeah. So we'll. Uh, so we'll be. I got to place a, a map on the fort. We're, we're trying to all the clubs that were in attendance the last event. The same same spaces if uh, you wish the they wish to maintain them, and um, there's been some minor adjustments with uh, keepers. We'll be moving to the corner of the club, but the corner of the fort. But uh, any other clubs will find spaces, and then we'll. Uh, you know, we will find accommodations uh, most uh, would suit everybody as best as possible. Absolutely. And um, I don't think, I don't think there's a bad spot really. So no, no, no. Yeah, no, there's not even outside, even, even stuck behind the fort, dude, we still had an amazing fucking time. <laughs> uh, you came back. You know, so that, that tells right. you. Uh, we, we, we just, it actually encouraged us, I think to get to know people more. Cause I would, I would walk out into the fort and be like, Hey, come back here. There's beer. You know, we're like, no, 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 creepy old man like, trying to lure kids hey, into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it, it, season one. <laughs> is uh for for Saturday? Is there anything scheduled as far as like food trucks go yet? Um, not yet. We'll get a food truck there. We we had someone inquire from one of our clubs um, that is interested in doing a food pop-up. Uh, so we're, we're investigating that and seeing what they uh, have to offer and seeing what we can arrange. That'd be sweet. Awesome. 
Super awesome. I'm sure if the ice cream truck shows up again, Dan will buy out the whole truck. There you I go. That, I did that that one year. I'll do it again. That was fun. <laughs> I didn't get any. Has that happened in recent years? I'm trying to think if I've seen an ice cream truck out of Agawam since I've been there. It was the last year. It's only been a couple years. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. We had ice cream trucks. Yeah, the guy showed up in the afternoon, and I was like, oh. "I was like, dude, this is a private event." He's like, "Oh man, it's like there aren't any kids here." I go, "No." And I said, "You're welcome to sell." He said, "Well, if, you know, I can come back later tonight. I can bring some different kind of stuff too." And I'm like, "No, no, no." <laughs> I said, "I said, I'll tell you what. No, come back no, tonight. No. I'll make sure you make your money. I'm not selling that here." <laughs> Everyone's like, already got that. Must be the like, must be the kombucha, right? Bring back the kombucha yeah. to serve. Yeah. 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 You know, you know. Last year or the last year, so we we post. You know, Lee, I, I actually just saw your post in Sons of Liberty. You know, where you're requesting keg donations. Um, I'm probably just going to steal your spreadsheet and post on Keepers. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> but. We, we do that. I do that post. I put it out there. I'm like, you know, hey, keepers, donate some kegs or anybody want, you know, has a keg that they want to serve at Homebrew Fest, let us know. And this guy reached out and, and he did. He had some um, some dosed, a dosed keg of THC beer. And uh, he wasn't even a paid member. And he's like, I'd like to donate this. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. You know. <laughs> I would be so pissed. If I, I yeah. Was walking around with yeah. Yeah, you know, well, that's that's we we've done that before too. We have some members, actual paid members, that do it. And I said, you know, it's okay to bring a bottle if you want to drink it yourself in your tent, or you want to share it with somebody privately. You know, people you, who you know, know what it is. Yeah, but but uh, this guy was—he wasn't even a member of our club. Nobody knew who the hell he was. Just out of the blue, he's like, "I'm going to give you this keg of." Of marijuana beer before it was legal, even I think, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and I mean technically, I don't even know if it is legal that in that format, but whatever. And then he got um, he got shitty with us when we told him no. He got all butthurt and pissed off, and it was like, yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of one of those gray areas. Yeah, and I'm just, well, I don't you know that we we had to kind of put out a statement the first year that um, that recreational marijuana was legalized in Michigan. You know, and, it, and basically it's, you know, you have to abide by the state laws. The the county, you know, yeah. wasn't, you know, didn't want to support it. So, you know, we just said, you know, we don't recommend that you bring it, blah, blah, blah. You know, if it's personal consumption, that's your business. But, you know, it's, you know, yeah, it's a gray area. And we don't want to do anything that would jeopardize um mhf or what we've been doing over the last 10 years you know um so special by like just like regular a, like, like a special like, yeah something well like for instance i have um i have 10 gallons of probably 14 year old mead that have never been touched right so i'm thinking about really? taking that yeah i'm thinking about taking Take me in and bring it up. I don't know what it tastes like. I just rediscovered it, you could say. Um, nice. I had a, yeah, so I was thinking about bringing that up. No, that would be awesome, Dave. You should totally do that. Yeah. Uh, those some uh, those sometimes turn out to be the best best yeah, uh, beers. Oh, it's no. been sitting in the corner of the basement for five years <laughs> or ten years. And 
I remember a couple of years ago, uh, Luke Boomhauer, um, he was like wandering around with like these 18, 20 year old meads in a, in a cooler over his shoulder, you know, and serving those. And there, there was some too. amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, I remember um, one of our, one of the staff members back in the day had brought uh, Bigfoot and he had something like a 10 year ranking of Bigfoot and he did samples out of that. And that was amazing to see how the beer would change. From one year to the next, I'll So, we, Brian and I have some 26 year old Bell's Expedition style. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We were going to take that somewhere, but we didn't, did we? We were going to take the last keepers meeting, the cookie beer meeting, but there were so many other beers there that it just it wasn't yeah. going to be worth it. Yeah. Um, I, I think yeah. breakouts that happen at the festival, right? You, you get these great things and you hear it on a download from somebody, get over there at 10 or 1 o'clock. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, yeah. uh, well, uh, Livingston does the sour social, right? Or you've done yeah. it the last couple of years. Yeah. And that's pretty amazing. I've got to try yeah. some really KGB awesome does sour. a nice sour hour. Too. Sour hour. Yeah. So uh, those so things would be, those are things would be like the, last not last minute but be pop-up events on the you know facebook page hey this event you know clubs feel free hey you want to do a sour beer sampling at your site please you know set an event on the uh, uh facebook page or the site and um we'll get it on the calendar and if we ever actually print anything out we got to the point where we we're doing automated messages to all uh, people who wanted to get them in terms of okay this is actually happening at this time and uh come on by and do the sours you know buddy mary bar or whatever stuff like that so as uh as it gets closer uh feel free to um suggest something if your club wants to support an event we'd be happy to uh, uh you know support and get it on the facebook page yeah yeah i'd have to think about an event we could do um i know so drew doster who's in chat uh, Drew, Brian, and I uh, went in together, and and we're we're gonna do a specialty tapping mead, Dan. But it's um it's like a Shram style, no water added mixed berry mead. Uh, we've got five gallons of it that we're gonna bring. Uh, we're closer to four by the time. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, no water, huh? What? No. Yeah. We'll have three of them. We'll just have three. <laughs> no, no additional water. I think I think the entire thing for five gallons ends up being about six hundred milliliters wow. yeah. of water, and the rest just, comes just from what's fruit. hydrated uh, yeah. the, the yeast and, and that. So it's just honey and fruit. Um, oh, FG is about ten fifty right now. Yep. Oh wow! So it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a sweet bean. You know what I tried over at your place? I think I have a bottle of that. You tried yeah, that was a blueberry, uh, so similar style. We're doing. Uh, we did. Um, shit. What did we do? Sixty pounds of mixed berries. Yeah, Here's sixty pounds of a mix of uh, raspberries, blueberries, and blackberries. Ooh, yeah, wow. mm. that was good mix with that Yeah, yeah. The um, I'm hoping to have the Berliner on tap uh, at at Homebrew Fest. Um, nice. I'm going to try to get some brewing done in the next week or two. I'm probably going to brew a black IPA and something else to put on. Uh, um, but yeah, we've got the, the Berliner Weiss. I should have, I should have a keg of that. Brian, what are you bringing? You got any ideas yet? I don't know yet. Um, last year I made a pineapple upside down cake cider. That I think amazing. that went over well. 
um, or maybe it was the year before, but I haven't made a cider like or uh, anything like that in a while. So I'm kind of itching to do See that. You, and I think that's like a nice See hot, you, like summer refreshing thing. See you, Kevin. Um, so yeah, I think I might do that. And, uh, and, and maybe a beer keg. Since I think our attendance, you know, is going to be a little bit lower too, probably like everybody's yeah, I, is. I, um, it's gonna be I, I don't, I don't know, but I'll, I'll, I think I might like to try to bring a, like at least two kegs of stuff. If there aren't enough people, just keep drinking until you see two of everybody. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so last time we were there, we, we typically serve off of seven taps. That's, that's what our bar has. And, and last time we were there, I think we had 26 kegs. And so it was really <laughs> constant really rotation. How, how to rotate, yeah. Yeah, and when to yeah. rotate. And then I was actually making the judgment call. Like there were people, you know, that said they were going to show up and they didn't show up. And so I didn't tap their beer because I had people that were there that wanted their beer on tap so they could talk about their beer. Right. Um, right. So it's yeah. like, we've got to, if you're here, we're going to tap your beer. If you're not, you know. Um, yeah. Our, our club, t our club bar, we can, we have uh, 10 taps. And then we have room for at least two more party um, party taps inside of it, uh, so we can we can tap at least twelve beers, and then you know inevitably we'll put a couple of coolers on the outside to with a couple extra, just to yeah. with party taps to you know for specialty beers or one offs that we might have or limited quantity that kind of thing. Yeah, but, we've uh, got I've got equipment to. I think spin up probably another seven taps on a jockey box um, oh, wow. you know, where we've got, I've got some, some coolers um, and we've had equipment donated uh, one wall out here, donated a bunch of taps to us. And um, so I, I think I've got enough to spin it up. And I think some other members have jockey boxes. So I, I think we're going to come in, especially being in the corner where we're at um, this year, um, you know, with, with that little shack in the back corner, I can set up a table and, kind of uh you know kind of set up a back bar sort of uh, stage him a bit yeah right yeah. um you know before where we were at you know we had that door and I, I didn't really have the ability to put anything behind our bar or you know it was just limited space between craft and red ledge so i think being back there we'll, we'll be able to support i'm hoping to have 14 taps um that we can go but we're definitely going to do some specialty taps uh that's we'll awesome need um and of course the gang beer uh but you guys you guys played right into it this year if, whoever came up with the gang beer we just keepers just got done doing a uh cookie <laughs> beer competition okay uh, yep so we had we had 19 members brew different beers with different cookies oh and, my goodness uh, and so then you throw out prepared ingredient as one category like, <laughs> right yeah no. Yeah, it was branch branch areas. Their uh, their area. uh, yeah. recommendations for this year's there's uh, guidelines. So yeah, they uh, yeah it they should be fun. They took on the troves. They get to make the choice. See, I'm thinking Doritos. I'm thinking you know, cookies. I'm thinking you know anything, we'll anything the, that's ready to serve. Yeah. We did the bean soup. Was it Ann Arbor? Oh, oh. I know oh, we wow. had a sweet potatoes <laughs> beer one year. I forget. Isn't like a cast that. iron pot over a campfire. Yeah, that yeah. was the, the the bean soup was cooked in a on a fire, had <laughs> garlic, onion, white bean, uh, oregano. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I want to say that was Ann Arbor, and it was 
It was exactly what it said it was. And then there there was the year the 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 like the mom spaghetti that that little club that was out front that did like the carrots and tomatoes and oh was yeah. that Cass was that Cass that might have been Cass uh, right outside the front door. Okay. Oh, man. Right. Lab. Lab was right outside the front, I think. Where Bell's well, other was. Side, other side of Lab. Across the yeah, way. Yeah, okay. They had the Tiki Bar last year. Okay. Uh, oh. Toronto Blank. I look yeah. at my... <laughs> it's all a blur for some odd reason. <laughs> Here's some fun ones. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. It, it It's going to be fun. I mean, I think everybody is ready. Uh, after taking a year, uh, after having a pause for a year, everyone is ready. Those those of us who are uh, signed up to be there are going to really enjoy it. Oh yeah, scabs. Scabs was scabs was the left of the entrance. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Hopefully, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be uh you know slightly different maybe a little lower numbers but i think we'll still have a great event and then uh these pop-up breakout events will you know occur as the, we get closer and um 58 it'll be, uh, days left yeah I'm, i love the countdown on the website i've had the website up the whole show and it's just yeah 15 days 15 hours, 49 <laughs> minutes and 43 seconds but that's actually to so the, the, the official start date, August 19th, 2021. So that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? Yep, right. Yeah, I don't know if we have it reserved Wednesday or not, but sometimes we, we people – okay, we so so technically, you could, you know, we people could show up Wednesday, but really the, uh, you know, Thursday is more more people show up, but uh, I think Thursday Thursday evening, is the first official day of it, but, yeah. you know, people show up on Wednesday and – and have their campsites all set and they're ready to go when when the uh, registration opens. That's what we're uh, people park their trailers early just to get it done over with. They don't want to deal with the crowds coming in, right? Exactly. We're we're coming we're coming uh, several of us are coming in on Wednesday just to get it set up and so then we can help out with other shit. I know we always try to help in the registration and um, yeah, that's uh, another thing. Yeah. So if you're a club, a smaller club or just thinking about showing up, yeah, and worried about enough help on site other brew club members are always help oh, there to help and assist they've all been there they've all been you know in a in a situation before they need help and everybody feels feels quite comfortable asking others for help if you've, you've oh, forgot yeah. your, if you got your drill somebody's got a drill if you forgot you know a tool or a fastener or a you know a ball lock mm -hmm. connector somebody's yep. got I, I was just going to say that too you know like there was last year we needed something. I, f I forget what it was. And, and red ledge ran home and got it, you know, and, uh, mm -hmm. um, and I, I've had, you know, people come by for, for tools and equipment and help setting up and, and hell, even after we left and I was, uh, I was talking to Livingston, I was talking to Paul and, uh, I mentioned, you know, how I had more beer than taps and Paul's like, shit, I had more taps than beer. Like, you know, they would have put beer on tap for us. If, oh yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so it's it's uh, yeah the 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 community, the camaraderie, the, uh, yeah, and and it's that you know I I'm always the one up early Sunday morning starting to do the teardown, um, and and usually we are we're helping each other, you know, take things down, pack things up. Somebody came over and helped me knock my my pop ups down and things like that. All right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. When, Sunday when, morning when, is pretty quiet. 
<laughs> Usually. Yeah, there's no activity, yeah. <laughs> Other than yeah, breaking no down and getting out. Everyone's, That's him. Here, everyone's try this no. Here, try this no. Hair <laughs> <laughs> of the dog. Exactly. exactly, hair of the dog. That's why, man, I, we, we, we threw on that keg of cold brew coffee last year, and I thought, nobody's going to be up to drink this shit, you know, and I was worried that the nitro uh, or beer gas was going to make it taste like ass because carbonation and coffee don't really mix. But I honestly think I had two or three people in tears at the tent just going, oh, my God, thank you so much for having <laughs> They coffee. needed that caffeine boost. Save their life. <laughs> it's cold. It may taste like shit. But, and it's black, and I got no cream, no sugar. It is what it is. And they were still dying for it. So it was great. Pure caffeine. <laughs> yeah, we've had yeah some we have some clubs you know take on providing breakfast in the morning on either Friday or Saturday and uh, so those things will pop up as the time gets closer and um, people figure out what they're doing how much participation they have on a club basis and um, we'll we'll and it'll, we'll go from there we'll uh, you know update the site with activities and hopefully it uh, fills up and uh, we get uh, you know back to the MHF as usual if possible. If not, uh, we'll definitely still make the best of it, and it'll be a great time. Yep. Yeah, it would really bum me out if this thing fell apart because then in August I'm going to show up at somebody's house with my bar and, <laughs> and tent. So, well, even last year though, I mean, um, even though the event didn't happen, there were small pop-up events that happened all over the state. Like people are out over in Grand Rapids area, I believe, had a little event. Um, yeah, there was some that so. I got some last-minute invites to some up north and shit like that, and. Yeah. When it when it canceled, so I I, I got bummed out because my um, my stepdaughter started college at Michigan Tech last year. Oh, and when it when Beer Fest canceled, I, I went ahead and made other arrangements and agreements with my wife and family that we would go up there and do that, and that I would you know stay quarantined so that we could get her safely to college. And then all these pop ups start happening. I was like, well, hey guys, I'm going to drop off, but I really thank all of you for yeah. joining me. It was a great time talking. No, to you no guys. worries. We can wrap up. Uh, I think we're wrapping up. Thanks a lot, Dan. Really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you guys are doing good work. Thanks for all the effort that you put in to make this shit happen. Uh, thank you, Sue. These are the guys that are working hard this year. They're doing yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, just trying to trying to you know spread the word and gain interest and actually one interesting thing i did notice was going through the nha site again and checking the you know numbers of clubs in michigan i think we have like 105 or 10 now and i think ohio has like 15. so i don't know yeah so it seems like those numbers are a little bit skewed there but you know Go blue, go green, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Be to Ohio guys. State. All right, Dan. Take care, buddy. All right. Dan. All right. Well, any any last words or uh, hey, plugs on this? I just want to thank both uh, you and Brian to, for inviting us on to talk about MHF. Um, nothing I like more than talking about it if I can't actually be there. Um, yeah. And I yeah. and I really appreciate you guys d doing this podcast uh, over the last year to really promote uh, promote craft beer and home brewing in general. Uh, it's really a, a great show. Really appreciate it. Um, lots of good information. 
Um, yeah, no, it's been. A I've learned a lot over the last that. year from you guys. Yeah. So. Ditto, ditto from uh, here, guys. Thanks a lot. It's awesome. Uh, it's great getting to meet you guys at the event, and we've met so many great people at the Homebrew Festival. And it's uh, look forward to meeting more. And uh, uh, you know, uh, go MHF. Yeah, fifty-eight days and twelve hours left. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. 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 All right, guys. Have a good evening. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot for hanging out with us. Um, really, really appreciate it. Can't wait to see you guys in August. All right. All right.